You're listening to Your Highest Self Podcast, episode 53. Today, we're going to talk about creating a life you love and doing a deep dive on habits and goals. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you so much for taking the time to invest in your mind and doing it with me today. If you are a loyal listener, welcome back. And if you're new, welcome. My name is Shanae. I'm your host. I am a former WBFF bikini pro, fitness and nutrition coach, as well as a competition prep coach. And I have gone over to the dark side and um, now I'm a life coach. I primarily focus on helping you on your journey to your highest self. And that is with holistic habits around your mind, your body, your heart. And we do all of that through personal development. Um, my One of my passions is, is really helping you find your purpose and cultivate that soul alignment with your life and your business. I mentor fitness coaches, life coaches on creating their own businesses. And um, yeah, I do a lot of things. If you're uh, familiar with human design. I'm a manifesting generator. So makes sense, right? <laughs> um, so today's episode is a, a tiny bit outside of the realm of what we usually talk about, but I thought it was worth recording and, and putting out there into the world because I think it's going to be very, very valuable and very helpful. Um, you might already know this, but your life is basically an accumulation of the habits you live from and the goals you do or do not achieve, which is pretty crazy, right? Um, and if you're listening to this, I know you have big goals that you want to achieve. I know you have habits that you want to drop and good habits that you want to create. So today we're going to do a deep dive into that on how I personally help my clients do this. I help myself do this with our mind, body, and heart pillars, which are the three pillars that we focus here on this podcast. So tune in today and we are going to learn about why you need to focus on creating systems in your life, not just habits and goals, what the habit loop is and how you can stop bad habits and create new ones, the biggest mistake you're making when it comes to setting goals and the highest self method to creating and achieving your goals. If you would like to take what you learned today and actually put it into action, um, come join us inside Mindset Makeover Membership. It is the membership community that I coach through, um, coach in. <laughs> I don't know how you would say that, um, but it, we are a personal development focused community and we're all on our journey to be our highest selves. So for us, that means healing and growing. So if you were looking for a community that's going to support you and help you stay accountable with the habits and goals that you want to create, this is literally the community to be in. So I'm obsessed with it. Um, other than that, I just wanted to, again, remind you if, if journaling is something that you've been wanting to get into, I did make a journal. Yay. And stay tuned for next week's podcast. I'm actually bringing on a guest and we're talking about the power of journaling and what she learned about herself after a 90 day commitment. Um, but I digress. So anyhow, just wanted to give you those two announcements. Come join us in the group. If you have questions, just DM me. I'm more than happy to like send you a couple of voice notes, answer your cues. And yeah, so let's, let's get into it. Um, I want to first start off this episode by giving you a couple of quotes. Um, the first one, these are both actually from James Clear. He wrote the book Atomic, uh, not, yeah, Atomic Habits. And the first quote, 
So get your notebooks out. Oh, and P.S. This is going to be a very, um, it's one of those episodes you have to take notes on. So if you're driving, uh, just listen, don't write anything down. But if you do, or if you are sitting somewhere, if you have a place where you can jot down notes while you're listening, I would um, super recommend it. So the first quote is, goals are good for setting a direction, but systems are best for making progress. Hmm. The second quote I want to share with you is, you do not rise to the level of your goals. You fall to the level of your systems. Your goal is your desired outcome. Your system is the collection of daily habits that will get you there. This year, spend less time focusing on outcomes and more time focusing on the habits that precede the results. It's a long quote, but I really like that one too. Um, So let's first talk about like, what is the difference between systems, habits, and goals, because there's a really, really big difference between all of them. Um, Systems are your processes. So if you have a healthy habit of eating well-balanced meals because you have a goal of wanting to, um, I don't know, either, well, this podcast, our community, we don't believe in having to change our bodies to be happy, but you're allowed to have goals and wanting to like feel your best, right? So if your goal is to always feel your best and be nourishing your body with really good food and exercising and because your body our body is our temple we only have one we want to take care of it then we have habits of eating healthy habits of eating well-balanced meals so now what precedes that habit is a system you have to have a system and a process that actually gets the food into your Sorry, I had to pause because my dog was doing something weird outside. Um, So you have to have a system that's actually going to get this healthy food into your fridge, right? So systems are your processes. I have a system of, Henrik and I go to Costco every single weekend. um, And we also order these like pre-made meals um, from a food company. Um, It's real simple meals, but that's our system so that we easily can hit our habits and therefore reach our goals. Um, Systems and why we want to focus on systems, because if you have a system, then your habit and your goal will actually like just fall right underneath. We want to have systems that are process oriented versus outcome oriented. So to give you an example, say that you have an outcome of you want to make more money. You are a online fitness coach and you, you know, want a couple new clients. You want to start this business. You really want to help people. But at the end of the day, like this is what you want to do as a career. Then we need to figure out, okay, what is your system to get you there? If you want to um, onboard three new clients this month, then how are you going to find those three clients? What is your system? Does that make sense? Um, looking at it that way and being like, okay, like if I really want three new clients, then, um, one, I'm going to have to promote myself on social media Two, I'm going to have to create consistent content. That's value driven that attracts my ideal client. And three, I'm going to have to actually ask them or, you know, promote my business. So what are a couple different systems? Well, you can create a system of creating content. You can have systems around how you, um, reach out to clients. Maybe you ask your current clients for referrals and you have a system where every single month you're doing that. Does that make sense? Isn't that in your brain? You start to process, you're like, Oh, okay. Yes. Like I'm going to have a system of, you know, what I have to do versus just saying what I want. I'm going to give you another example. Say you want to lose like 10, you want to gain 10 pounds of muscle or add an extra 10, 20 pounds to your, the weight that you do on the squat rack. 
Um, what is your system that's going to get you there? Are you going to increase your weights incrementally two and a half pounds every week? What's your progressive overload look like? You got to think about what is actually going to get you there versus just having this outcome in your head. Um, so here's the thing. If you lack systems, you probably won't ever get to your goal. And many of you are probably having these aha moments of like, oh my God, this is why I never reached my goal. This is why I can't get stronger. This is why I'm not signing on any new clients. I just have these outcome oriented goals, but I actually don't have any systems or processes that's going to help me get there. Right. Um, when I was doing more like fitness and nutrition coaching, I think my clients were always like mind blown by the, um, kind of like the pre-work that we did in, in order to get them to their goals, um, like the habits that we listed out, how we chose the habits that were going to get them to the goals that they wanted and how really in depth and like, like process oriented I was in coaching, because honestly, that's, that's, what's going to get you the results. Um, second, let's talk about the habit loop now. So like I mentioned, James Clear before, there's two books that you're going to want to read if you're kind of like science like me and you, and you like learning these things. One is James Clear, Atomic Habits. And the second is Charles Duhigg, The Power Habit. Per- personally, I liked James Clear's book better. Um, I kept falling asleep <laughs> when I was trying to read The Power of Habit, but I think it's better on audio. Um, so from a really high level, what the habit loop is, and this this one that I'm going to teach you is from James Clear. They're both a little bit different. Um, and that is Q, craving, response, reward. So think about that as like a circle. There is a Q, which triggers a craving, which triggers a response, which triggers a reward. So that is the habit loop. So if you want to build a good habit, which P.S. Building good habits are easier than breaking bad habits. So I always recommend to build better habits that will crowd out and replace your old ones versus putting all your energy and focus on trying to break a bad habit. So um, there are a couple different ways that we can create habits and you can use the habit loop, like each stage of the habit loop to, um, to create that habit for you. So just based on what habit you're trying to create, you'll have to make um, like, you'll have to choose, okay, which step of the habit loop is going to work best for me. If you're trying to uh, create a habit from the queue, like say you want to start running, then you have to make your queue obvious. Maybe you put your shoes where you can see them all the time. And the next phase of it, craving, if you want to change it from a craving level, is you want to make that craving very attractive. Next one from there is response. So from response level, we want to make it very easy. That's kind of like the routine of what you're doing. And then last but not least, if you want to change it on the reward level, you have to make it satisfying. Now, if you can create new, a new habit and hit every single one of these things, and of course, it's going to be an easier habit to build, but you don't have to hit on all of them in order for it to be successful. You at least they'll have to have one. Now, breaking a habit is the opposite. So at a cue, you want to make it not obvious. At a craving, you want to make it not attractive. As a response, you want to make it hard. And as a reward, you want to make it dissatisfying. I'm going to give you an example. And the example is going to be binge eating because I know a lot of you have been following me over the years about binge eating and food and fitness and stuff like that. And maybe a lot of you are new to the entrepreneurial space. So I want to make sure I'm bringing in habits that or examples that are serving all of us. So binge eating, let's break down that habit loop. One, what is the cue? 
The cue is probably stress or some sort of negative emotion, right? The craving is food. The response or routine is you go to the kitchen. And the reward is your stress is eased because of the dopamine that we get, the satisfactory feeling that we get after eating. So when we want to break this binge eating habit, our goal is to keep that same reward, but change the craving and response. Obviously, you can't change the cue, right? Stress is stress. Um, But if we can change the craving and change the response, but keep that reward of that your stress is eased, then you're going to have an easier time breaking that habit loop. All right. So what are some really big mistakes when you're making goals? One, the biggest one I see is making behavior-based goals versus or not making behavior-based goals and instead making outcome-based goals. So a lot of my clients come to me and be like, oh, I really want to lose weight. I really want to, um, (laughs) this is like real life example. I want to have abs, but I want to reverse diet and I want to eat 300 grams of carbs, but I also want to stop binging and restricting myself. And I really want to build muscle, but I also want to lose body fat. They have all these outcomes that they want and they're not at all thinking about their goals, um, their behaviors. Like what are the things that are actually getting them to them? Um, so it's always like, okay, back it up. And the second biggest, I guess the second big mistake that you can make is just choosing way too many goals. I mean, you know, if you heard that example, for instance, that's like, that's a lot. Another, I have very ambitious clients. So like other things I hear is like, I want to build a business and I want to work on my relationship with myself. And I want to cook dinner every single night. And I want to start these two new courses. And I also want to start a jewelry company. And I also want to create my own journaling routine. And I also want to drink more water and exercise and spend time with family, right? Like we're so ambitious and we have like a million things we want to do. But honestly, it's not going to work. A lot of times we have to focus on a couple key things that are going to be the needle movers in our life and business and really focus our attention on that. Huge, huge, huge. So again, two big mistakes, making outcome-based goals versus behavior-based goals, and then choosing just way too many goals at once. Um, so now I want to explain to you how we create, uh, goals inside mindset makeover membership and, um, the mastermind that I have with coaches. Um, and I call this the high self method. Um, so within my, um, coaching, right? Like within this community, you guys are part of this community, obviously we focus on mind, body, and heart. And the reason being is because I spent so many years chasing body goals. And then I spent so many years chasing mind goals. And then I spent like a lot of times chasing heart goals, but I realized that to have a holistic lifestyle, not everything is going to be balanced, but we can be in harmony. And if we choose three goals a month, one from each pillar, that is how I found that we can have the most amount of harmony in our lives. So it touches on everything. So mind goals, in my experience, and like kind of what I coach is mindset, brain activities, you know, that includes meditating, reading, learning, uh, your job and career, becoming mentally stronger, personal or professional growth. I categorize that as mind, body We categorize as fitness goals, food freedom, body confidence, and optimizing our lifestyle to work for us. And then heart goals are self-love, self-care, confidence, your purpose, your secret dream, your spirit, inner child healing. 
So every single month, we pick one goal from each category, okay? So important. (laughs) Don't choose three goals for each category because then you have nine goals that you're trying to hit a month. And what happens is when you have FOMO, like if you have FOMO about only picking three goals uh, and you overload yourself with nine, then you don't even achieve any of those nine because you have so much that you're focusing on. And then you self-sabotage yourself and you're like, well, see, I, I knew I couldn't do it in the first place. Because a lot of times people don't want to pick three because they're like, oh, that's not enough. They get FOMO. That's not enough goals. That's not good enough. Like only three. So then they pick all these other ones, but you just sabotage yourself by picking nine versus three. So I know your brain is telling you that three is not enough. And trust me, three is enough. Okay. Pick one from each category. And then this is what we do. Um, weekly. So just pausing, backing it up a moment. I've talked about goal setting in another podcast episode. This was like back in December. I'm pretty sure it's called win the day. And I talked about it from a yearly, quarterly, monthly, and weekly perspective. So you can go back and listen to that one as well. Um, this one, um, they, they're both like, they both complement each other is what I'm trying to say. So anyhow, you pick three goals a month, and now weekly, we do a couple different things. The first thing that we do is we do a CEO Sunday. So CEO Sunday is, again, I talked about it in that last podcast episode, um, is my weekly method for organizing and planning my week. I love structure. I love routine. But I'm also, like, I'm that friend that will... I'll send you a Google calendar invite for our lunch date, but then I'll probably be 15 minutes late. Like I crave structure, but I also hate it. So CEO Sunday is a really easy way to have like loose structure in your week. Because if I literally don't have anything structured or routine wise, I really don't get anything done. Um, I spend my whole day like waffling around. Um, so if you're like me and you're like, God, I really love routine, but sometimes when I have too much, it actually like sabotages me check out CEO Sunday. I think you're going to love it. Um, so with CEO Sunday, I make sure to only prioritize three main things a day. Again, three is such a good number so that I'm not overwhelming myself. I'm actually getting things done and I'm working off a priority list, not a to-do list. Okay. Um, and, and if you want a, um, a written detailed explanation of what CEO Sunday is, I'll link the blog post down below. So now when I do my CEO Sunday and I map out my week, I look at, okay, what are some of the habits or systems that I need to achieve a goal? So say that you choose meditation as your mind goal. You want to think to yourself when you're doing CEO Sunday, okay, what's my system here? Can this habit be stacked onto one that I already currently have? Can I schedule it into my weekly planner? How can I create a system so that this meditation goal is met and becomes a habit for myself? Um, other goals like body confidence, same thing, scheduling or um, prioritizing a day that's like for your body is going to be really, really helpful. Um, I recommend doing cycle syncing. So that's syncing uh, your life to your period cycle. And on a monthly, like a monthly flow, I always have three days that are complete off. And that is how I, you know, prioritize my body confidence and my body goals. So sorry, that's a little bit of a tangent, but you know what I mean? So doing CEO Sundays gives you that opportunity to check in and be like, okay, like what goal am I focusing on? Maybe this week, maybe you focus on one goal a week. How can I systemize it? How can I make it a habit? How can I actually set myself up for success to reach it? 
Because remember what I said at the very beginning, your success is just accumulation of your habits and the goals that you do or do not achieve. So if you're consistently not achieving the goals that you set for yourself, then it means that you have a systems problem. Not that like you're a bad person or you're wrong or you don't have willpower. It simply just is that you haven't set yourself up for success. So last but not least, I think the, for the highest self method is having community for accountability and support. Um, I can't say more, (laughs) what am I trying to say? Um, I, I think community is so important. Like I can't, I'm I'm losing my words because I love community so much, but I, let me put it this way. I wouldn't be where I'm at if I didn't have coaches other mastermind, um, people to lean on friends to lean on. Um, also friends that I've just made on the internet space and and people to help keep me accountable. Truly, honestly, wouldn't, I would not be where I'm at if I didn't have community accountability and support. You don't have to do this on your own. You are not a burden. You can ask for help. You can lean on people for support. You can share your heart. You can be vulnerable And people are going to love you and accept you for your flaws. So if you're finding that you've been on this personal development journey alone and you really don't have community, you don't have support and you're looking for that, hello, girlfriend, come hang out with me on Instagram, come hang out with me inside Mindset Makeover Membership. Um, That is literally, I feel like one of my life purposes is just like bring women together for accountability and support and community because... Um, We don't have to be alone. And if there is anything that is holding, if you have a limiting belief, shout out to last week's episode, that is holding you back from achieving these habits and these goals you set for yourself, then it's time to open up and be vulnerable and share. Uh, Get that shame off your chest. There's nothing shameful about not hitting your goals yet. Um, And when you can express yourself and be vulnerable and be like, God, like this isn't working. I'm really trying and I'm having a hard time. I'm struggling. When you share that shame cannot live with vulnerability. So that's why I think community is awesome. Reminds us that we're not alone. It gives us a safe space to be vulnerable so that we don't hide and live in shame. And shame does not hold us back from being the woman that we want to be. That's it for this week. I feel like I talked really fast today. Um, I hope this was helpful. Uh, We'll have the blog post and show notes linked down below. So if you want to come back to this episode and read it instead of listening, it'll be on my website. Just go to shanaylamoko.com forward slash your highest self podcast. Actually, I'm pretty sure that's it. And you'll find the show notes to everything there. Um, You can also just click blog. And it'll take you to my blog where every single episode is written out for you. So if you want to go back and revisit an episode, but you don't necessarily want to listen to the whole thing, go check out the blog. It's all written there for you guys. Yay! Um, So good to talk to you. I hope you guys have an amazing rest of your week. I'll see you over on Instagram. And next week, I have a special guest on the show. Like I had mentioned in the very beginning, I already spoiled it. Um, but we are talking about the power of journaling next week, how to create that habit, how to sustain that habit, what it does for you. And you'll be hearing from one of my clients and her experience after committing to 90 days of journaling. Yay! I love it when I get to hear from other people how it's been life-changing. Um, 
because it, it really is life-changing. So ho- I hope that if you are hearing this and you've been wanting to journal and you know it's something that you need to do, but you just haven't really started yet, I hope that episode inspires you. All right, you guys have an amazing week. I'll see you here next week. Same time, same place. Don't forget to be your highest self. Bye for now. Bye.